Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guest today is Renate Moore, CEO and founder of Lady Ren Bakery and Books. She emigrated to the U.S. at the age of 21, is an entrepreneur, an author, and a health and wellness speaker. We're very excited to have you today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. It's a pleasure to be here. I look forward to chatting with you and sharing my story in the hope that I could inspire and motivate. Great. Well, we thought maybe just to start off, you have a, a big passion for food and cooking that started early in your life, it sounds like. Maybe just share a little bit of your background with our listeners and how you ended up where you are right now. Okay, wonderful. Thanks. Well, I was born in British Guyana, now called Guyana, which is in South America. And I grew up surrounded with food and health and wellness without it being something that we focused on. It was just our way of life. Everything was made fresh from scratch as far as meals. And my mom, she was a full-time employer. She was a pharmacist. She taught me to cook at a very young age, actually my brother and I. So we were always in the kitchen with her and she would teach us how to cook and how to chop vegetables. And that's how we learn about what's what. We also had our own kitchen garden, so everything was fresh, and pretty much you that's how it was. You'd go to the market, and you'd buy fresh meat, fish, and vegetables. That was the way of life. So, And then my grandmothers and my aunts and everybody, again, the way of life was you had to cook. That's how you get your meals. Uh-huh. We didn't have fast food, so I didn't learn about fast foods until I migrated and came to the United States. That's when I learned about fast food. And the other benefit I had was my father, he was an understudy and a graduate of um, this bodybuilder, Charles Atlas. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he was an Italian-born American bodybuilder. He focused on eating well and simple exercise methods to strengthen your body. So I grew up with all of that with my dad. He always was active. Dad passed away last February, and he was healthy, very active to his last. He actually passed the way he always hoped in his sleep. But he was a very active and healthy man, and that's how we grew up, eating healthy, surrounded with fresh, clean food, and it it is where and what I do in my lifestyle, even now, though I moved over here and there are so many options out there because um, the only way I know to eat is using fresh ingredients and cooking your food. That's what I still practice and do. And that is what led me to write my cookbook, Just Eat Pure and Simple Cooking. As I met people along the way, whether it was parties or a potluck, and they would taste whatever I provided, they became very intrigued, and they always wanted to know 
what it was, how it was made, and I started to get the constant comments. You need to write a cookbook. Can we have the recipe? So <laughs> as time went by, I moved away from the children's book to write my cookbook, and I did that in 2019, and it was published um, in the summer of that year, and in December, I was overjoyed to find out from my publisher that they had submitted it to Platinum Markham Awards, which is an international Markham Award that you would submit, publishers would submit books for, and you have over 27 countries that submit books. And Just Eat Pure and Simple Cooking did win a Platinum Markham Award for its content, creativity, and all that I put into that book. Wow, congratulations. And I know you Thank spent you. many years in the corporate world as well. What made you decide to open Lady Wren's Bakery and Books? An uprooted lifestyle, actually because I lived in New York, my family and I, and then my husband's job relocated to North Carolina. With the move came a lot of changes and challenges, and um, that's what led to me I, to starting a business, because again, I was in corporate all my adult life working, and becoming an entrepreneur was never a dream of mine. It was never something I envisioned. But right. this new path is what led me there. And that path was I just couldn't find a job. Despite all of my qualifications and all of my experiences, I kept applying and no one would hire me. Promises from my realtor that they would have helped me, all of that fell through. So it was pretty much frustration and anger that led <laughs> me to take <laughs> take my skills and just something I had in my head for when I retire, which was I'd love to have like a small cafe because I love reading, I love books, and of course I love food. In my dream, in my head, I was like, okay, if I have a cafe, something small, people can come in, have something great to eat, read a book, and that's when, again, I decided, you know what, I'll see what I can do with this. And that's how that idea came up. Sometimes we get forced on a path we never expected, but then in the end we look back and say that was the best, the best thing that ever happened. We like to call them aha moments, but it sounds like you yes. had a few of those with this move. I did, and it was not easy, nor was it something I enjoyed because, again, I, I came from a background, loved doing what I did, earning a great salary, then I felt like my brain started to go to oatmeal. That's what I tell people when I have any of my speaking engagements, that the thing that pushed me even more to do something was I didn't like the idea that my brain was no longer going in the direction that I wanted it to go. And one of the things I've learned growing up is my mom, she is a very vibrant and resilient woman, but she is always so active. Mom will be 79 years old and she is still out there feisty. And <laughs> so that my brain was like that. And I did not want to just sit there and do nothing. Sounds like you have a good role model in your mom there. But I guess yes. on that end, of obviously 
you were probably a little frightened with this whole, as you were saying, you had a corporate job, you had all this safety, and suddenly you were going out on your own. What's some advice you would maybe give to someone or one of our listeners who might be thinking of starting their own business or, or a similar journey? Oh, I would say go for it. If it's something you crave, you desire, and you believe in, to to go after it. And here is what I normally add as well. I want you to know, ladies, it is doable. However, yes, it's not going to be easy. If you're prepared for unexpected circumstances, to burn the midnight oil, give up a social life, even your favorite TV show, that's where I am with TV. I hardly watch on TV except the news. <laughs> and if, if you're willing to embrace disappointments and sadness and loss, pain, sorrow, and failure, then you are ready to embark on that. But if you're not prepared to deal with circumstances like these, then you're not ready. And my intention is not to scare you away, but it's to let you know. I don't like to just put all the fluff out there. I like to let people know. It's not going to be easy. I wish you that you could find something that's easy, but my journey and my path was not. But you know what? I always say there are no mistakes. There are lessons we learn. And this is why I am writing a fourth book that's oh, wow. um, going to be published this year. And this one is going to be about my entrepreneurial journey because I will be reaching my 10-year mark of Lady Rand's Bakery and Books. And so I wanted to put everything out there to help other women, to show them how they can do this and even help them avoid some of the setbacks I've had. I think every entrepreneur that's listening to this is nodding along with you, especially with the, talking about the real part of not having any much time and having a lot of pain along the journey. But I think our listeners, and I know I am, are very excited to see when your fourth book comes out and hearing about your entrepreneurial journey a little bit more in detail. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. Oh, I enjoyed it. Absolutely. And again, I love to empower and inspire and be honest because that's one of the things you have to be aware of as an entrepreneur and starting your business is you have to surround yourself with honest people. And sometimes it takes a lot of losses before you recognize that. And that's what I'm talking about in my book. I'm a very trusting person. And I think that was one of my downfalls in trusting people. You lose so much money and you lose the faith and the confidence from all of these experiences. But I'll tell you how to get right back up and how you will gain success. Well, we can't wait to read it. And I think it's common that as women, we tend to trust people, but we also have a very good sense with our gut. We just don't always listen to it. So <laughs> I, I think yes, uh, exactly yes. what you said. There's no yeah, mistakes I, and we learn from what we've done not so well. Um, absolutely. And sometimes it is simply you're desperate, you want to fit in. Again, raising my hand, that's me. So, And don't beat up on yourself. Just pick yourself up and move on. 
That's great. I think we could talk forever. It sounds like you do have great advice. I'm definitely looking forward to your book, and maybe we can even have you back on the podcast again. But thank you so much for your time and sharing with us all today. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you again for having me as your guest. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.